Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast. For today's episode, I'm sharing with you a really, really cool interview that I did with the gorgeous Johanna, who interviewed me on her podcast all about my study abroad experience. Because if you didn't know already, I am an international student. So since September 2016, I've been studying abroad. I'm a full-time student in Scotland, and I also did a semester abroad in Toronto. So in this episode, I am sharing all about my study abroad experience, why I decided to study abroad, why I left behind Germany, how it all felt like leaving my small town life, small town mindset behind, really all the obstacles that I dealt with abroad and really what studying abroad taught me about life because as you guys will hear in the podcast episode, I believe that without studying abroad, I would have never had the confidence to start my business, start my podcast, start my YouTube channel. Studying abroad really taught me all about the importance of leaving behind your comfort zone and really overcoming your fears to take action because that is really when all the magic happens. Like one of my favorite quotes that has led me throughout my life so far is life begins outside your comfort zone. So I really want to talk more about studying abroad and everything that it taught me and all the mindset here on uh, my podcast. So I'm really, really excited to be sharing this interview with you guys today. So without further ado, Let's let's get started with the podcast episode. So where are you right now? Where am uh, where am I calling you to? Uh, Germany. Thank I'm currently in Germany. Uh, I'm doing my internship here. And where did you live abroad? Well, I'm I'm still a full-time student like in Scotland that's what I'm currently like that's what I'm what I currently am (laughs) Um, but I didn't spend like my third year in Scotland because last semester I was studying abroad in Toronto in Canada and now I am doing my internship back home here in Germany in a really nice city where I really want to live after I finished university so that's why I am doing my internship here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've lived abroad in Canada and in Scotland as well? Exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did you get there? How did you find out about the opportunities? Oh my god okay let me start basically with Scotland. It's kind of a long well it's not that long of a story but there was this guy that I met um, through dance actually and he used to live in Germany but then they uh, moved abroad his family moved abroad to New Zealand and then he came back to Germany and then after that he went to study abroad in Scotland and when I met him I was probably 15 or something Mm -hmm. or 14 even and then we stayed in contact and then he as I said went to study abroad in Scotland and I I don't know I always wanted to go abroad um but I never really thought it was possible for me you know what I mean like I always thought it was something that other people do um but then I was like well why not study abroad in Scotland like inspired by him because he basically decided to study abroad in Scotland because as an EU student you don't have to pay tuition fees in Scotland um so yeah I basically (laughs) I looked for courses I always knew I wanted to study something with communications and media Um, So I applied for courses and I just, 
I basically applied just to try it out and just to not be like regretting that I didn't try, if you know what I mean? So I didn't really believe I would actually get in, but I got in and that's how everything with Scotland happened. And then with Toronto, um, that was just part of my course basically. So we got the opportunity to study abroad for one semester. And then we had different partner universities to choose from all over the world. And I have never been to Canada. And my favorite YouTuber, Kaylin Nicholson, I don't know if you know her. Oh, um, I know. She's yeah. Um, and because I love her, now I know she lives in Toronto, and Toronto always looked so cool to me. So I was like, okay, let's do Toronto. So it was my first choice, and I got it. So that's why Toronto. Oh, wow. That's great. Did you have the chance to meet her? No, unfortunately not. I was literally always like looking for her blonde hair, like hoping <laughs> I will run into her, but I didn't, unfortunately. It was like sometimes it was so funny because I was like stalking her on her Instagram stories and like literally the next day she would go to like a coffee shop that I went to and I was like, oh my God, like why didn't I meet her? <laughs> That's so funny. Mm -hmm. So I love that you are doing like the whole degree thing uh, abroad. That's so great. I know that so many people are looking for this kind of options. And mm. I know that as Europeans, we have this great option to study for free in some countries. So that's really great that you take took the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, the thing is like, I, if I didn't know that guy, I wouldn't have known. Like mm. no one ever told me in school that, studying abroad can be free because I don't know like to me I always thought like yeah only universities kind of in Germany are free which isn't true because there are other countries mm -hmm. where studying is free too or at least it's not as expensive because I always thought in the back of my mind like studying abroad everywhere is as expensive as for example like in the US where you pay like mm -hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands which is not true so it's important that we kind of share that there are opportunities so yeah yeah i love that we are sharing it with the uh, with the listeners as well they might not know um, mm. so what did your preparations look like what helped you like prepare for the study abroad i think i kind of had the advantage that i already knew someone who was studying abroad in the city that i was going to go to so i obviously asked him a lot of questions and then i'm a research nerd right so i would look uh, for example on facebook group uh, on facebook for groups so that's also where i got to meet um my flatmates for the student accommodation before i actually met them in real life which was great so we had like a little facebook chat i think that kind of helped because you already feel like you you know someone um so that was a good preparation then i obviously i wrote a big packing list and I mean I think that happens to everyone when they first go abroad but I took two suitcases and my mom sent after me all my shoes so I brought way too much like when I went to Canada for four months I had one suitcase with I think 16 kilos or something so you really honestly don't need that much um, but that's a whole nother story so I think also and taking a lot of time to figure out all the boring 
stressful stuff like uh, insurance and what you need abroad, like when it comes to finances. So I obviously went to my bank. I got a credit card because it's really important with traveling that you have a credit card so you can pay anywhere. I would definitely recommend a, tra a credit card. And um, so I did all of that. And mentally, honestly, when I first went abroad to Scotland, I was so excited. Like I wasn't, I really wasn't afraid really because I knew that this was the thing for me. I just felt it like I just felt like it was the right thing. So it was really exciting for Toronto. I was also really excited, but I was a bit more stressed because I knew um, all the obstacles that would come because we're studying abroad, moving abroad. There are always obstacles. Um, and when you first go abroad, you're kind of a bit naive in a good way, like in a good way, like you, there is no need to worry about the obstacles, but I think because it won't change them, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think those are kind of the preparations that I made. And I think it's just always great to do research, to find um, influencers maybe in the country where you're going to or just connect with people online. I think that's always good. I love that advice because you said you had already a friend that was studying there that you connected mm -hmm. with him and then your roommates as well. So it's mm -hmm. really nice to connect with people who are already there. It mm -hmm. kind of gives you assurance. So exactly. we talked uh, about obstacles. Can you tell us like what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome and how did you do it? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Where <laughs> to start? I think, um, It totally obviously depends on your situation. But I think generally, like the first time going abroad and literally being on your own and the smallest little things um, where usually maybe your parents would help you or friends would help you, you have to figure out on your own. Oh, oh, oh no, I actually remember one. Um, I had problems with like my, my credit card. It suddenly got declined and... I was like really stressed. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And until I figured out that it was actually because I reached the limit on my credit card, which I didn't even know it had a limit. <laughs> um, it was because like, it, like I used my credit card for like everything, for my rent, like for everything. So I reached the limit and it, and it declined and I bought all my groceries or I actually like, like the cashier had already taken in all my groceries so I couldn't pay I had to like run outside and get money but then that didn't work and like small little things where you're on your own and you just have to figure it out and you like you have to step outside your comfort zone like there's no other way like you just have to figure it out because there's no one who will help you and that's why you grow so much when you're abroad like so much because you're forced to like there's no other way then to just figure it out yeah there is like not your parents are not there to help you that's so exactly <laughs> yes mm -hmm. um what kind of expectations did you have like what did you expect to gain from this experience i just wanted to do something different something bigger something more than i like then the people that I knew back home, like I come from a very small town and they're, you know, people have a more traditional mindset, which is absolutely okay. Like I always thought 
how can they be happy? Like just living in a small town. Like I don't get it, but they are still happy in their way. Like not everyone is made to live a life that we do, like a life of travel, of adventure. What I expected, I expected a lot of adventure and I expected meeting like-minded people and just diff like people who had a, a similar mindset to me, which was a lot more open-minded, a lot more adventurous, a lot more optimistic and just open to new things. And yeah, I definitely expected to learn a lot, to make amazing memories. Like I just expected the best. Honestly, I also never expected to be homesick and I also didn't I wasn't homesick actually in the first semester the homesickness came later in the following semesters mm -hmm. um but like everyone told me like oh my god you will be homesick and also um because I used to be sick all the freaking time like when I was still in school so people told me like oh my god you can't study abroad because you will be sick all the time and you won't you know, figure out everything on your own. How do you want to live alone if you're sick all the time and blah. Um, but I was just so excited for the adventure that I really didn't even think about that. Like, I, as I said, like, I was really naive, but in a good way. I think, like, being naive and really focusing on the positive, it's really good in some cases. And... You know, you can always worry about or figure out the stuff when it comes, but worrying about it and expecting negative things to happen, like it doesn't actually change the fact that it could happen and will happen, um, which actually I have to take that advice myself because I am someone I like, I overthink everything and I'm always worrying, always stressing about things in the future and do I do enough? And am I reaching my goals and all of that stuff? But I think when you travel, you just have to figure out stuff when it comes because you can never expect really anything. What was the biggest thing that you have learned abroad? Like, um, except for like being to being independent and yeah. like figuring stuff out on my own. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing, um, Okay, I think two things, two things. First of all, I learned that I can create my own reality. And I know that sounds very cheesy and very corny, but it's true. Like, I, like, honestly, when I'm telling people, oh yeah, by, by the way, like I lived four months in Toronto and I like traveled solo like so often and I did this and that and then I flew to San Diego for an event. And but, like when I tell people that, like I still sometimes can't believe that I actually did it because I always thought that this way of life is something that other people do, something that people do with rich parents and with good connections and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's all about deciding and choosing that this will be your reality. Like I chose this. I told myself, I will try this. I will do this. I will study abroad. I will try my hardest to get this place. And because I decided that this reality was going to be true for me, that's why I created it. But if from the beginning I would have just told myself, 
no, Laura, this is something that only other people do. And you should just do it how your classmates do it. Like just study at home and just do this. Like if you don't even believe that it could be true, you will never create it. And I think because I did create my reality of like studying abroad and traveling and growing in the, into this uh, really open-minded person, now it gave me the confidence that I can also create anything else. So I think like I'm, I am 100%, um, I really believe that if I didn't study abroad, I would have never had the confidence to start my podcast, to start my business, to want to become a speaker. And now a yoga teacher, like I know that I can create anything that I want to. And I think that's like one of the biggest learnings that I made studying abroad. And also the other really, really huge unexpected learning actually was that I love my home. Like I, I, I really love, I love it here. And I know I want to move back to Germany after university. And I never thought that like I, in school, I was always like, oh my God, like, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, this is not for me. I'm not meant to be here. And now that I have been away for so long, now I only appreciate what I actually have. So I think studying abroad helps you to find your home. And for some people, home is where you are studying abroad at or maybe another country that you visit. But for some of us, it's also finding home back home. You know what I mean? Like really realizing that you love it so much at home or anywhere else. So yeah, those are my two biggest learnings. Well, I love that you said that your favorite quote is uh, you create your own reality because, oh my gosh, that's my favorite quote as well. Mm -hmm. I actually have it like displayed in my bedroom. I have this beautiful sign like you create your own reality and I have been trying to live by that. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's so great, actually. It, exactly. And it's so true. And like people will say like, no, I can't create my own reality because I don't have the money and I don't have this. I don't have this. But actually creating your reality. I mean, it's also about actually making changes like physical changes in your real life. But you can only do that once you have the mental shift. Like you first have to shift in your mind that you can create a reality and that's when you will take the action like you can't take the action without believing it will happen and that's also something that's so powerful is taking responsibility for where you're at right now like where you're at right now it's your responsibility and you can change it and even if like for example okay i will i will take an example like um one year ago i was still studying in Scotland my fourth semester and my, my second semester my second year and I was really unhappy like I did not like my course I felt really unhappy with myself and I was also sometimes stressed and blah so I really fell into this victim mentality of saying yeah like it's not my fault this place is just shitty people here are shitty my university is shitty and that's why I feel bad but even in a shitty situation, like you can still say, well, cool, the situation is bad, but my reaction to it, it's my fault. Like it's my responsibility and it's my choice how I react. And if you decide that 
okay, maybe the situation right now is not ideal, but I will make the best of it. And from there, create a different reality. That's really when change is going to happen. And it all starts with the mindset. That's why I'm so passionate about mindset work and changing your mindset because that's where it all starts. Oh my gosh, me as well. I'm so like so passionate about mindset. I would 100% recommend reading uh, Self-Coaching 101 by Brooke Castillo. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard about her, she also has a podcast and she's like a life coach. She teaches mm-hmm. everything about like how our circumstances, uh, we react to circumstances depends on us. So we exactly. can take a circumstance and then have a bad thought or a good thought about it. And it all like uh, ch- changed my opinion on, on mastermind and everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there any final piece of advice that you would like to give to the listeners? Anything that you would like to tell them? Um, I think what's coming through right now that I think I need to share is just um, it really all starts in your mind, and even if you don't think like, even if you're really unhappy with where you're at right now, it's, it's always good to have a vision and to know exactly where you're going to focus on the future and to really take active steps to get there. But what I used to do in the past and what I'm still doing a lot is that I focus so much on my future that I literally forget to be in the present moment. Like I always think, okay, I will be happy once I have that. And once I do that, like once I study abroad, I will be happy. Once I am completely doing my own business, I will be happy. And that's just, it's, it's just not a way of life because like, that's something that like yoga, meditation and reading about the ego and all of that really helped me to understand. It's like, time is an illusion that we created to make sense of what happens because we can't understand how everything in the universe happens. So we kind of create time to give it structure. But the only thing that's actually real is right now. And even if you're not happy with where you're at right now, like you can change your mindset and do small little things in your everyday life to make your moment right now more amazing and that will also make change happen a lot a lot faster because acting from like positive energy it's so much more powerful than acting from negative energy so if you want to study abroad if you really want to go and like leave your comfort zone and like your small town if you're so sick of your small town and of your home get it from me like i i hate it hated my village so much right but honestly try to find the good things about it like that's what I did with Aberdeen where I study in Scotland like it's not it's it's quite gray and I'm a quite colorful person so (laughs) didn't really line it well but what I literally journaled I journaled what do I love about living here right like what is it that I really like or what is it that I don't like and how can I change it for example Um, Aberdeen has a lot of districts or a lot of places that aren't that pretty, but it also has so much nice coffee shops, restaurants, and nice neighborhoods. So what I would do, I literally told myself, okay, 
I can't just quit uni right now, but what I can do is I can just spend more time in the places that I love. So I would go to coffee shops more. I would meet my friends and take walks and go to parks, like figure out the small things and make your moment right now really happy because yes, you can have all of those great goals, but I don't know. I just think it's very sad to only like think that, oh my God, once I have this, I'm happy because then you will never be happy because there is always a better thing and a next level and the next this, the next that. So yes, you can always improve yourself, but improve yourself and improve your life from a place of already being super happy and not from a place of, oh my God, I need this and I need that. And then I will be happy. So how did you guys like this interview? I know this is about a different topic than what I usually talk about on this podcast, but as I said in my last episode, I'm still getting clear with where I really want to head online, what is really my vision, what is my message. So I really felt like sharing this episode with you guys. So if you loved it, if you loved the topic, then feel free to take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast episode now and put it on your iTunes stories and yeah link me so we can um, connect I can say thank you to you guys because I've said it a lot but I don't know I feel like podcasting is kind of lonely because you don't really have the comment section on iTunes you only have the review section by the way if you've never written this podcast a review I would be so delighted because I really want to know like what can I improve and what do you guys particularly love about the podcast let me know um, and yeah thanks so much for listening to today's episode and you will hear from me in the next podcast episode bye guys mm-hmm.